Actually, as much as I love Wayne, I can't leave Carlton. Truth is revealed. Yes, exactly. Meow. Carlton's a California cat, and Carlton stays on stage. Clarification: Southern California cat. There's a difference. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I will not make that mistake again. California cat. No. Ironically, Dane, Dane and I we had this conversation earlier this weekend. We realized like. He likes to lay out in the sun, and he's he's like he's a total suburban sun cat, you know. He's like going, yeah. nah. And we, you know, we went to when I went up to uh, June Lake. There is a black cat that has an Instagram up there named Binks, and he's a mountain cat. And I'm like, there is no fucking way Carlton would last in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> He'd die. So, you know, like he wouldn't even go like especially like a, if you like had those cool way, like a little tie that you put you on know, him, in, fighting in a past. bear or something. No, he's gonna get. Picked up by a bird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah with his like, <laughs> That's the one thing I worry about out here with Charlie. Charlie's like, she's this tiny. And that's the one thing I'm afraid of because we have bald eagles flying around here. We Birds have hawks. We have all the. <laughs> yes. Yeah, totally. My fear is that Charlie's going to be taking a dump one time out there, just like <laughs> looking. And then next thing you know, she's being swooped up by a fucking bird. That's how I want to oh. go. <laughs> Taking a dump <laughs> and swooped up by a bird, and then swooped up right. by a bird, right? just a bald eagle just comes over and just goes for my yeah, head. That's a, that is a true American way to die, that right? I mean, that is the ultimate American way to die. Wow! On the toilet, swooped up by a bald eagle. You right. know, speak, speaking of dumps, actually, Dave and I had an interesting experience at the zoo yesterday. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, great! This is yeah. gonna be fun. <laughs> well, you know, you know, you're gonna see animals. Doing the nature's Play business, dump fine. Bingo. Yeah. Which dump is this one? <laughs> <laughs> the one thing we never expected was we were walking around the walk path and we see a little lizard stop right in the middle in front of us. We're like, oh, that's strange. Usually lizards will skitter off. And yeah. it's a stare and standing there. We're like, okay. And when we got closer and just didn't move, we're like, what the hell is this lizard? What's the problem? No, he just took a dump and then, then, then ran off. What does a lizard dump look like? I don't care what you are. I want to know what a lizard dump looks like. Well, first off, we didn't know what it would look like. So we're like, so obviously we were so, so fascinated. We're like, what is yes, Oh my God. Dude. It's like, is that, he, is he taking a dump right there? And then finally when he moved off, it kind of looks very similar size to a little Almost like a rodent pellet. I mean, the kind of the oh, round okay. cylinder size. Yeah. So it made us wonder because we did see a couple of those on our patio once, but we also knew we had a lizard on our patio. Oh, uh, so you've been now, surrounded I'm by to picture now, this uh, now. Uh, lizard turds for, for years. Does it like arch its back like a dog does? What is it? You know, like what's yeah. the tail do? <laughs> Yeah, because you don't want the tail to yeah, get in the way. Yeah, what does the tail do? Yeah, yeah. Wait, let's see this. Yeah, let's let's go. Let's dive into this. This is a fuck the pod- podcast. Let's just talk about turds. Well, you lizard, know, the, no, we are the knowledge of nothing, right? Right. Uh, yeah, we are. <laughs> lizard so, turds and more. <laughs> the tail doesn't really do much, but it's just more of the back half of the body. It kind of does this weird. He did, he was kind of like in a semi. He was lifted, but kind of also squatted. It was kind of this weird little kind of like position. It's like it's unusual, like almost like prepping to launch of sorts. Kind of like okay, okay, positioning. I do then, like the fact that it was looking at you because dogs like to make that <laughs> eye contact too. It's almost like your souls are talking. <laughs> See what I'm doing during yeah. this very intimate I'm moment. Doing very, very intimate right, so, moment. Yeah, and, and then, then what you know, else? There was a, once the business was done, it was like he was like, he kind of did this little bit of a shimmy, but then he kind of then lifted up, got you back cut to normal it off, position. Right? You don't want the dingleberries there <laughs> <laughs> or the Klingons, right? 
He's a little shimmy. That's a good move, actually. His whole body, or was it just his tail? Uh, more of the back half. And then eventually he just kind of just, you know, took off across the walk path. But here's the thing that Dana and I were laughing at afterwards, because we think about us as humans. What do we do when we need to take a piss or dump on, on in nature? Yeah. We go off trail, right? Yes. Yes. So what is, he what, goes what, on what trail. Oh, he goes on trail. Off trail. <laughs> he lives his life off trail, so he goes on trail. He's on trail. He goes on. Oh, no, this is this is this is, this is my. That's his off trail. He doesn't so want boom. to crawl on yes. his own shit. And, he, and he's looking at you like, yeah, this is my place, bitch. This is where I'm going right now. What I are you gonna thinking, fucking do about you it? You know, like he did the shimmy. You know how like like as guys we do the shake. You know, afterwards. Yes, when we're peeing. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. So we are very, we are so in tuned with nature. <laughs> yeah, we, we all still shit the we same way. <laughs> what do you mean going off trails, squatting, <laughs> right? Shimmying? Is that is that how you is that yeah. how you poop? If you, you had shimmy? to pick, who's <laughs> your shit animal? <laughs> right? Yeah, instead of spirit animal, yeah. your shitting animal. Yes, I, that's the that's what we should get going, right? Your shit animal. But anyway, I guess we should start getting the show going. I mean, we're six minutes in, and. Uh, I guess we need to get it going, huh? Ah, more shit talk. Brian? All yes. right. As, I mean, like, this is a fun topic, but you're right. Let's get on to business. Let's kick those tires, light those fires, and smack that ass. Let's get it going. Woo! 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 Woo. Welcome to the con. Good morning, gentlemen. It's going to be a fun show today. I mean, we're going to go over our round three results of Wordle, and I'm not looking forward to this because Oren is amazing at this game. He is kicking all of our asses. I had such high hopes for myself, you know, to uh, to you know, like have like a good week and. Damn, do I suck at this game. This game really makes me feel dumb. Um, and then just kind of like a fun little topic, you know, Tony and I, more so Tony probably, but uh, we're going to talk about the Knowledge Nothing origin storyline, story timeline. And uh, Yes, all true heroes should have all, an origin story, and we know, will like, get into our Origin yeah, story. are we heroes? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> Definitely, that's up for debate. I, yeah, I'm gonna say no. And then the subject that I'm really no. looking for forward to is um, we're gonna revisit our idiots on idioms part two. <laughs> no, we're gonna do no, no, no. It's part on parte dos. Thank you. Yes. We're gonna so yeah, every two things, every if we ever do a sequel to something, we need to change every language. So this Okay. We're gonna part, right. we're just gonna have to stop doing sequels. Partedos, yes. Yeah, because I don't know no, anymore. Hey. Just... All right, gentlemen. Well let's yeah. kick it off. Wordle. Round three. How did we do? I guess I'll go first, because I know I I I ate shit. You know, when we started this whole thing, I, I told you that I would sit there and I would write things out, and you guys told me it was cheating, so I have abandoned that, and my score is suffering well, because of it. Did we tell you that was cheating? Because I sw- You did. Yes, I did. you said it was cheating. Yes. This week I went to that. <laughs> oh, you, f- you asshole. And, and, and totally this is going to reflect in the scores. I totally what went to asshole. that. What an asshole. You, I, you totally told me. I have a told pad me. of paper, and I'm totally like writing them out before I no make shit. these guesses. That's what I was doing two weeks ago, and you told me it was fucking cheating. 
I'm you sorry. Asshole. I'm sorry. You asshole. Go for it. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All part and of your master plan, my score, My score this week well, suffered. Well, and do you remember gonna, your first score from week one? Yeah, I think it was uh, like 20 Hold or... On, I'm going to write these down. I think it was like 20 or 21, okay. something around there. All right. So week one. And then you remember I, I last, can't even remember. last week I'll, you I'll and I tied at 27. Wait, 20? Yes. That's like well, the best score ever almost. No, no Orin had the best Orin score. Orin had ever. the best score in world well, history. The first week, I don't remember. <laughs> what was my first score? I was I thought I wanna say twenty one. I can't remember. I'll go back and look. I'll go back and look. Yeah, we'll have to go back and look. It was it was in the low twenties. I know it it was yeah, it was low twenties. Because I got a couple two um I, I I solved it in two. But anyhow, so I'm going to start with my score this week. What was your score for Wordle? Let us know. We're going to be discussing Wordle puzzles number 232 through 238. And I will start off, and again, Brian, after you saying that I was cheating two weeks ago, I, I have abandoned now. the writing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, I have abandoned the writing, writing and uh, my score has suffered. And during this well, week... good. <laughs> yes. I still have my 100% streak, so that's good, but... My score is now at a 31 for the week. I am probably the loser out of all of us this week. So 31 is for me. You're going the wrong direction, man. I know I am. I know I am because I took my, my, my writing out because I was accused of cheating. Brian is still in thought right now. No, I'm trying to search um, our week one scores. Okay. So, but, All right, Wayne, what was your score for the week? Let's okay. uh, kind of go on to that one. Uh, my score, it's... Was worse than last week, but better than the first week. So I got ended with a twenty-six. Oh, okay. I'm I'm far and away the worst one. I, my score, for this week, is twenty-five. Oh, yeah. Not bad. Not bad. All right. So that leaves us with one final (laughs) person. Just did he? Did he? Wait, wait. Did he continue his streak for Wordle being the champion? Let's find out. Oren, what yes. was your score for puzzles 232 through 238? 23. 23. 23. Wow. 23. Damn. So that's two weeks in a row. Oren, let's give it up for you. Wow. There you go. I don't know what you're doing to cheat, but damn you. <laughs> <laughs> damn you. <laughs> Not congratulations. You, a, I don't know if you're writing things or you're guessing or you got... Well, I think he's got a friend in there that works there. So. Let's settle this debate right now because I'll be honest with you. This week I started with the notepad and I started writing and it does help. Is that cheating? Are we eliminating no, that? No, that is not cheating. If we if okay. we say it's cheating, I will stop. But let's let's uh, let's discuss. I don't it. want it to be cheating because I want my scores to no, go. No, it's up. not cheating because all you're doing is figuring out the word. I mean, you're not figuring out the word on the, you know, like puzzle. You're, but that's the game. Oh well, man. That's <laughs> yes, true. but that's the game. So <laughs> yeah, there so, you go. So what are we saying? What is because saying? I have not been writing it at all the whole time. I mean, I, ju- I just guess, but. That, that I don't think me. writing is cheap. <laughs> what do you say? That? I, 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 I want to start writing. I want to write and <laughs> right. be able to figure things out. That's well, you know the what? way hey, I want to do it. But Tony, uh, go ahead and write because then now you have no excuses. Be, yes, <laughs> right. I have no excuses. Well, this, week, I zero. this week I, I started writing. What's the difference between writing it down and then looking down at the you know letters on the um on the, the, on the itself? It, it's, a, it's a visualization thing. So yeah, I, can so help I, mean, you kind of, I found it easier. Isn't that this sort week. of the same thing? I, I found it easier, and this was the best week I've had. You know, playing this game. 
By cheating, yes, I understand. By cheating. You know what? This, <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, this is great. This is what we're gonna use for our poll. Okay, okay? we're gonna have our we're gonna have our audience, small that it may be, they're gonna figure out if writing down uh, any kind of clues that you may have on Wordle is cheating or is it not. So again, like if this. you want to follow us and you wanna you want to uh, have your two cents, we will be putting a poll up on what Friday or Saturday this week. Uh, uh, let's I'm do it early. Saturday, yeah. right? Yeah, let's do Friday. Okay, yeah, we'll do it Friday. Yeah. We're gonna do it on Friday. What's Friday's date? I can't even remember. Uh, it's the 18th, right? So on the 18th, follow us on Instagram uh, at the Knowledge of Nothing, and also uh, you'll check it out in our stories. Let us know. Do you think that writing down some answers is cheating on Wordle? All right, so we'll leave it up to the to the to our audience. So decide. this week, while we're playing, until we get that poll result, just do what we're doing, and yes. then after I'm the going to come, start, I'm going back to writing. I'm going right. back to and writing. And then after the polls come in, ones. after our fans have spoken, we will abide by those rules. Exactly. So, okay. I do have a question for you guys. I mean, because obviously we're playing this game, and at some point we'll probably transition away from it. But either a we get bored, but two. If one of us gets it on the first try, does that mean we're done? Or is like, you know, that's like the game over? No, because that's going to be oh, Oren this week. Let's do that, yes. That's going to be Oren this week before the poll <laughs> question comes out. I don't want to stop playing. I like it. No, but. we'll do it this week. But no, if we hit that one, yes. Why don't we just make that vow to us right now? So if one of us gets it in one try, then we're done. What do you mean done? Like we just don't play anymore? We're on the done show? with Wordle. Yeah, we're done. I mean, with we Wordle. can still play Wordle, but I don't know. Maybe we'll, maybe, I don't know if we want to keep okay. going with this on the yeah, show. and making part of the show. All right, all right. So we have to get it in one. But oh, then, yes. But then, do we transition to another game? Potentially. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Well, let's see. All right. You know, I like I'm it. I'm still on words with friends. So, anyhow, we'll see. All right. We'll see. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and, and did you also notice that uh, New York Times has finally taken it over? Yes. In fact, yes, it says it on the um, – it was for me, it was yesterday. It says it on the um, on the little um, internet browser. Yeah, it redirects you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, to New York Times now. So, all it right. It screwed up my streak. Yeah, yeah me too. New York Times. Did it really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, it stopped oh. my streak. I mean, I still have all my wins and everything in my history, but it just stopped the winning streak. It just oh, – That so, sucks. Eh. Assholes, man. Assholes. Anyway. Hey, you know, I'm happy the guy got paid. Yeah. 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 How much did he get paid? Uh, mostly in seven figures. Good for Damn. him. Seven figures. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's I really am. good. So awesome. what's our what's our knowledge of nothing game we could, uh, you know, get the New York Times to take over? <laughs> we'll have to figure that out. Idiots yeah. on idioms. <laughs> that's that, yeah. that's right there. Our bread and butter. Bread and butter. Hey, New York Times, if you want that, idiots on idioms, hey, contact us. Uh, info at the knowledge of nothing.com. No All right. It's you. ours. They can't have it. Yeah, I, guess, <laughs> I guess we're going to go on to the next thing that we're going to talk about. Uh, and this, uh, I, I think we've briefly gone over what uh, our origin story is for the Knowledge of Nothing podcast. But I feel that we have a little bit more knowledge and we are a little bit more comfortable with the mic. And I felt like now. More importantly, I think Wayne thinks now is more is a great time for us to kind of really go into the origin of the Knowledge of Nothing podcast. So we're gonna we're gonna spend a little bit 
of time on that and uh, take a stroll down memory lane and eat some of those those fresh member berries that are growing from all those vines. And uh, I guess we'll get it started. So, Brian, <laughs> without further ado, I want you to start off with, with I knew you were going to throw it to story. me. I, I know. Were, I well, know. Yeah. When I go on my little monologue, know, you know right? it's coming I right just to you. Know, like, I've done this before. Like, I see what's about to happen. He's about to throw <laughs> it to me. And I love that look of fear in your eyes every single time. Fear. It never gets old, my friend. Okay. <laughs> well, our origin story starts out like any other origin story, really. You know, one day I'm reading a radioactive comic book and get a paper cut on my hand. And Tony's smoking a strain that has is laced with gamma radiation. And uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, we meet up and we go... Hey, let's start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I wish that was I wish that was the way it kind of started. But so, uh, yeah, it, it all started with Brian and I. We used to work on a team together and uh, and we were um, we would get into very heated debates. Right. No, in front of our peers. Us. Yes. Yes. Us. Yeah. About film. And for some reason, um Brian and I were totally opposite folks, and we he thinks differently than I do. But for some reason, when we got on this team together, uh, it really kind of brought out the best of us, right? I mean, uh, that's that's the way I feel about the time that I spent with you on that team. Um, it really made our team a lot stronger, and I honestly think that, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Because of you, it made me better, and I think vice versa, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I would agree wholeheartedly on that because of me you got better absolutely um, <laughs> i knew he was going there. no but um it i mean it was the same for me you know it was it was fun talking to you and you know kind of exploring your different outlooks on situations and i'm very headstrong very um you know i'll figure this out really quick so I can get on to the next thing. And that's kind of how I, um, I, I do things. And Tony likes to take some time and really kind of dissect it. And let's, let's, I understand why you're feeling that, but you know, like, I really want to know, I want to feel why you're feeling that. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yes, that is, that is kind of how I work. And, uh, that is kind of how I work. And it, it's just, um, it was, it was odd to me. And yeah. at first I, was not a fan of that. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you know, like, are you still with this one thing? I mean, I got like 30 <laughs> things done while you are still on this one thing. But then I, I don't remember the situation, but there was a situation where um, I thought it should be handled one way. And of course, Tony thought it should be handled a different way. And you're, you're going to have to help me out with this, Tony. I don't know who yeah. approached who first, but we just started talking about it. And we, I, I believe we kind of made a compromise and it worked out great. And I yeah. felt like what there was, was do no, you remember what the incident was? Or? No, I, I don't. Um, it, it doesn't really matter um, what the incident okay. was, but you yeah. know, there was, there was a little bit of Tony in that with a dash of Brian and there was no better solution that I think we could have come up with to handle that situation. And then it just yeah. kind of sparked from there. You know, yeah. I, I started going to you, um, you know, like 
I feel like I have, I have, I've, I've seen it all. I know how to handle myself. I know how to handle the, these situations. I know what to say. But just for giggles, what would Tony do? You know, would, yeah. That's how it always starts. It's yeah. just for giggles, right? Right, right. But then it turned into something more. It really did. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't have all the answers, even though I like to, you know, think that I do. And, you know, I always like to bounce things off of Tony because he truly does see things in a way that I don't consider sometimes. And, you know, um, and I vice am, versa. I, I feel the same way about you, Brian. I am not so headstrong to where I'm not open to other ideas or suggestions. And, you know, we've had really good talks and um, worked some things out where I have changed my mind on how to handle situations and or how to approach certain things, you know, because of you. And um, I, well, thanks, I, I feel like it's made me a better it's made me better at what I do. And yeah. um, and I've used that outside of work also now. So wow. see, see the knowledge of nothing. And I feel the same way about Brian. Brian, I've always felt that uh, whenever I have people that are opposite me in any kind of shape or form, I look at that as an opportunity to learn something different, completely different, and uh, expound my knowledge uh, of things. I really, I, I've never been one of these guys that just likes to go along with the program, and I've got my own uh, yes men around me. A lot of people like that. They like having their yes men. That'd be I boring. Don't. I yeah, I know, right? I think that you should have people that are opposite of you, so that you get a better perspective. You understand what their what their thought process is, and hopefully, vice versa. They learn what you're going through. But uh, so the knowledge and nothing kind of started on this team. And we had, there was an incident that happened a few years back. It went completely viral. And um, this is kind of where the knowledge and nothing happened. Brian and I would always kid that we needed to start a podcast. We've always wanted to do it. We never had the chance. Uh, you know, we, we, we should just make our opinions known. Um, but we never did anything about it. And I think that's a lot of people out there. They just sit there and they go, oh, what if we did this? That would be kind of cool, right? But they never really have a plan to come out uh, with, with with that or uh, with a plan to make it come to fruition, right? Yeah, you know, so, I, I remember the exact moment where, yeah. you know, there there's two key points to to our origin story. And that was our first public disagreement. And mm -hmm. then it was the creation of the name, you know? So, yeah. um, I'll start it off with the public disagreement, disagreement. If you want to, um, talk about you know, the I'll name, go for it. Um, yes, I'll talk about the name. We, you were so excited and I, forgive me. I don't remember which star Wars movie it was, but you were going Last to, Jedi. Okay, Last Jedi. you were going to the premiere and you were mm -hmm. so happy about it. You know, you're going with your crew you were telling me all about it. You go with the same bunch of guys, you know, and uh, yeah. you you go to the same place to eat school. so you guys can um, talk about it afterwards. And yep. you were so excited. I was happy for you. I was jealous that I wasn't going to see it yet, but I was happy for you. So sure enough, the next day rolls around and I'm at work and, you know, of course, I'm I'm there early and you're going to stroll in 15 minutes late, even though you're going to call that on time. Um, 
And uh, hey, that's on time in my book, okay? That's right. Tony time right but, there. So I'm like, but but I'm watching that door. I can't wait for you to walk in. I want to hear all of and I knew you weren't gonna tell me about the movie. I just wanted to know how you felt about the movie. And you walked in like somebody kicked you in the nuts. And <laughs> you walked in with your head down and that little brown bag around your shoulder, just kind of you know, you sat in your chair, slumped, and it's like well, like you did not want to talk. You did not want to talk to me. Yeah. You know, like, and I'm thinking something happened. Like this isn't about the movie because the movie <laughs> you knew was going to be great. So something else happened on the way to work, you know, or like my theory was, you know, somebody jumped out of the bushes right before you hit to the office and kicked you in the nuts and ran away. Uh, <laughs> but I kind of felt like that. <laughs> so we started talking. I flat out asked you, Tell me about the movie. How did you like? I don't want to spoil it for you. <laughs> like as if that's not yes. spoiling it for me already. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I know. <laughs> so I was like, you know, like you were just you were disappointed. You were deeply, deeply emotionally hurt by this movie. And I felt it like I almost started like my eyes almost started welling up for you. You know, and uh, oh, dude, you're going into dramatic here, but yes, and, but this I is how you were. You it, were yes. disappointed, I know. like like I was surprised you didn't call in sick, you know, <laughs> based on your reaction. So the whole day was like, you know, like it was just like I had such high hopes, and I was so disappointed, and and I'm like, oh man, that sucks. I don't really, I don't feel like I've ever felt that way after seeing a movie. So then. A few days goes by, and your mood has changed. And I'm like, there you yes. go. All right. You know, um, so I, you know, you wanted to talk. Oh, no, somebody else in the room at that time wanted to talk about Star Wars. I think it was Rand. It right? was Rand. Um, yeah. And you spun that chair around, and you're like, I love that movie. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you like? I Rand could have left the room at this moment because I would not even have noticed. Yes. What do you mean yeah. you love this movie? You spent four days now moping around this place on how emotionally hurt you were. But then I found out you saw it like seven more times and you talked. No, I only it, saw it one more and time. You I saw it yourself one more time. into liking it. And yes. that right there is where we had the issue. Well, what are you talking about? You went back and forth, and I really understand the way the director wanted to take the scene now. And at first, I yes. didn't give him enough credit for the lighting aspect on this scene now. And did you see <laughs> it how wasn't the that, dude, did you it was see how the person's uh, bangs were fluttering in the wind in this scene now? It really brought out like the really essence and the nuances, you know, of of everything. And I was just like so disgusted by you. <laughs> oh well, thank you, but, thank you. But I couldn't stop talking to you about it. And then yeah, Rand. All because of a sudden, I had time to reflect. And Rand all of a sudden said, hey, "I forgot he was even there." Said, "You guys should do a podcast on this." And yeah. I think I said, "Nobody wants to listen to this." And he's like, "I've been listening <laughs> to it for twenty minutes now, and I'm loving it." <laughs> we are yeah, going back exactly. and forth on how your opinion of this whole movie has changed, you know. And I'm just like so dumbfounded by the whole situation. So anyway, that was. Step one. Step two, yes. the name. Yes, the name. Uh, so 
again, this stemmed from an incident that went viral at the place that we used to work at, uh, or I used to work at, uh, Disneyland. It went viral, um, God, I want to say about three years ago. But anyhow, uh, it involved some folks that were doing some things that they shouldn't have been doing in a certain area in the park. And uh, it, it blew up. It blew up on Twitter. It blew up everywhere. There was uh, videos about it. There was commentary about it. It was in the headlines uh, for a good, I want to say, three or four days uh, just because of, of what was captured on videotape uh, during this whole time. And uh, we, uh, at the time, the, uh, we were getting a lot of heat on how we responded to that incident and a lot of people had a lot to say about how the situation was handled, how it should have been handled, how it, they had opinions about everything. And this is the first time I really realized that everybody, uh, that it's basically feast or famine. And when these situations go viral, everybody wants to chime in with their two cents. And Brian and I were having this deep conversation about this. And I'm, I'm saying we're, we were taking a beating on, on, uh, on online, mostly Twitter about how this situation had played out. And I just, in conversation with Brian, I was like, it was very frustrating to me when you have all of these folks that um, are experts on everything because everybody was an expert on how it should have been handled, how it should have went down, all of this stuff, yet they have knowledge of nothing. And Brian goes, that's it. I, I said it flippantly, and I was just like, well, what are you talking about? He's like, that's, that's the name of the podcast. I'm like, what are you talking what, 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 what part? The knowledge of nothing. I'm like, oh. Oh my God, that sounds like a great name for a podcast. And that was the origin of the knowledge of nothing. It was basically out of frustration on the fact that everybody knows everything and they have knowledge of zero when it comes to uh, whatever the incident was. Go ahead, Wayne. So it sounds totally appropriate that the name of this podcast came from you ranting. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yes. I've never thought about it that way. Wow. Yeah. it, It came out of a rant. Wow. All yep. right. But so that was the, that was the genesis of it. And we now had a name. We now uh, we had uh, kind of a concept. And uh, then we just went back to work for what, a year or two? Yeah. Yeah. We did nothing and with all that. information. We did nothing with it. Yeah, we did nothing. And then finally, what ended up happening was the uh, and I've talked about this and I'm not going to really go ad nauseum about it. But the pandemic happened. We were out of work for uh, a few months and that gave us the time that we both needed in order to kind of figure this out. And from there, uh, that's where Wayne came in, and uh, we've already told that story, and then we brought, we've brought Oren on along. But it all kind of stemmed from uh, this Knowledge of Nothing podcast, and, uh, and it stemmed from the pandemic. Turning a gra- uh, uh, grapes into wine. So to speak, <laughs> if you want to even call it that. Sure. But I, thought, anyhow. I, thought I thought that's a lemon to lemonade, isn't it? And what it is? Yeah, yeah. Lemon to lemonade. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it is? Yes, that's what I meant. Lemons to lemonade. But uh, yeah, and that was kind of the genesis. We started working on uh, in seven months, took us to figure out what the concept was, how we were going to do things, went over things. And uh, of course, we've already talked about how we brought Wayne in, and Wayne just didn't know what the fuck was going on. And uh, he decided to do it and c- come along with us, and it's been a trip ever since. And that is the origin of the con men. So I, I, I felt that we kind of covered it all, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne's kind of hurrying me up, so I, I, I wanted to kind of just get it out there and uh, let you know that is how we, the con men, have come to uh, to uh, to, uh, to to your ears right now. So uh, if you've got any questions about that, I don't even know how to transition out of this. Hey, this I know is kind what of we weird. Could do for a transition. We got to talk. Please, about I sweet... need help right now. Yeah, yeah we got to talk can... about the poll question. Oh right? yes, 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 yes. Good thing that you reminded me about that. I completely forgot about that. So uh, we we asked on our Instagram, um, what? Let's see here. I got to pull it up real quick, Wayne. Uh, let's see here. We asked you all, what would you prefer for your Valentine's Day? And the choices we gave you were a night out or gifts. And anybody care to? to want to chime in on what they think the uh yeah go ahead brian what well, do you think the I, uh, were? i think well me personally i'd rather have a night out so i agree oh really we too. agree on yes. this one yes okay. I, I would i, I would celebrate. agree and i think we are in the majority because with 85 percent of the vote that went to having a night out as opposed to gifts so wow. yes, having that experience wow. with your loved one. I know with I didn't expect it to be that much of a landslide, but yes, it was a landslide. 85 to 15. So there you go. And you know what? We're gonna start some idiots uh on idioms. What was it? Parte dos, right after a word from our sponsor. Greetings, converts. Visit the Soy Cat Candles online store and stock up on all-natural 100% soy wax candles infused with essential oils, animal, earth, and human-friendly. Visit www.soycatcandles.com. That's www.soycatcandles.com. Soy Cat Candles. 100% soy, 100% paw-sum. Because we want to become experts at everything. Well, but this anyway. is a perfect segment for that, don't you think? Yeah, yeah I do. I totally agree. I love these uh, these these uh, idioms things that, that you do. They're fun for me. Oh wow, we're back. Oh Wayne, jeez, yeah, he what? always sneaks up with that little recording I button. I guess. All so right, well, we're back. What's that? Sneaky little Wayne? devil. Well, you know, the thing is, like, I'm always love to get you guys. In the in, in the raw, if you will, right? And yes. Because you guys buff. have so many interesting things well, to say. We're and, never and, polished, Wayne. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> never. We're always raw. That's right. But anyways, that's all. I, I love capturing that from you guys because it's always fascinating. It's always I think it's entertaining. I do. I, I hope our I hope our audience does too. Uh, anyway, uh, so we're back and we're gonna start on uh, idiom idiots on idioms. Parte dos, right? Is that what we're doing? Yes. So, Wayne, why don't you, as a reminder, why don't you just let us know kind of what the rules are and establish what we're going to be doing and how we're going to be proceeding from here. Absolutely. So, everybody, welcome back to Parte dos of Idiots on Idioms. Um, just to recap how this format works is that I kind of went through the interwebs and kind of curated a list of known idioms or sayings to have inferred meanings that go beyond what and has become part of our lexicon over the past years, decades, centuries, etc. So what I'm going to ask the guys is tell them, hey, this is the whatever idiom it is and tell them what it means and ask them, where do you think it came from? How did this phrase, saying, word, uh, what's their origin story? Just like the comment just shared what their origin story was. What are these idioms origin story? So that's what we're going to do. I have a list of a little over 30 
probably not going to get through all 30 today. Oh, so there geez. might be a, what's that? What's a, what's part three going to be called? We have to I have don't know. Language. We'll have to figure that out. Yeah, we'll have to figure <laughs> out. Maybe we'll do, trace? <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll do Germany because, I mean, that's where a lot of people listen to us. And also maybe India. We That's a, a lot of folks listen to us in India. So I will defer we'll to you and how to pronounce that. Yes. Yeah, I'll figure that out. <laughs> but if they want to let us know, they can always send us an email at the info knowledge nothing.com. All right. Oh. All right. So, gentlemen, are you ready for part de dos? Always ready, yes. sir. Always uh, ready. All right. Let's start off with something simple. To spill the beans. Have you guys heard that one before? Yes. yes. Okay. Basically, for everybody, for the meaning for that is to reveal a secret. So where do you think that idiom came from? Um, and this is simple. <laughs> uh, every time I think of spilling the beans, I, um, I think immediately of campfires. Maybe it was something that around a campfire, and uh, they were cooking some beans, and um, I, I, they spilt the beans on the fire. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Spilling the beans. That's the best I can come up with. Brian, what do you think, my friend? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for start, starting us off with an easy one, Wayne. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I have a question, though. Is it going to be very dark? <laughs> is it going to be like dead bodies like we did on uh, part of course one? it is. Of course uh, it uh, is. This is like Partially? Partially? Oh, my God. Uh, okay. Oh, well, some, oh, some right. of these okay. things, I try to stay away from that because I, I didn't realize how dark the last list was. So. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's very dark. I have two theories, and they're both very, very opposite of each other. So my first thought was Jack from Jack and the Beanstalk, you know, yeah. and okay. you know, spilling the beans. I'm. It was probably he probably didn't want to come back to his mother or loved one. I'm not really sure on how the, the how the story goes, um, you know. And I gave away the cow, and I got these magic beans, and he had to kind of confess. And oh, you know, yeah, so he spilt the beans by by dropping them or something, and then they found dirt and grew into the big beanstalk, and uh, and up there where the giants lived were a bunch of riches. That's one one. Uh, I like one that theory. one. Stick with that one. But spilling the beans, knowing from the last time we've done this, this is probably something that. Um, it has to do with like an autopsy where you have to cut somebody's stomach open and reveal all the contents of what they've eaten to find that one clue that uh, that you need to solve whatever mystery is out there. So there's a problem and, with that, Brian. And there's a that person for the first time, you know, like, you know what? I bet you that person ate the clue, but he had a big a bunch of beans. Yeah. <laughs> Stick with so, the first one. Stick with the first one. Person. All right. Yeah, 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 totally. I love your imagination, or... sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and in order for that to work. It's dark and fluffy. The, <laughs> the person would have to be eating beans. So everybody would have to be eating beans. <laughs> anyway. All right. All right. So unfortunately, both you guys are wrong, but you guys are very creative. I like that. So the, <laughs> so the actual origin. <laughs> that, that's, his, that's, that's his go-to for all of us. Uh, you guys are very creative. Very creative. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I gotta, gotta Thank pat you. you on the shoulder Thank a little you, bit. Wayne. Thank <laughs> you, Wayne. Thank you. You get arrested, you have to spill the beans. So, the origin, okay, so this origin is lightly drawn from ancient Greek, uh, ancient Greek process for voting, where votes were casted by placing two different colored beans into a vase, where one color represented yes and the other represented no, 
So when someone revealed how they voted, it was spilling the beans. Wow. Wow, that that seems too simple. (laughs) (laughs) That's democracy in action right there. That's right. The origins of democracy were beans. Of course. All right. Magical fruit. The more you eat, the more you toot. And vote. (laughs) All right, so next one. Maybe I'm voting you I'll eat a bunch of beans before I go. (laughs) <laughs> I feel sorry for the going to the person after you in the voting booth. That's right. Uh, <laughs> all right. So next one. Have you guys heard the uh, idiom feeling under the weather? Yes. All right. It should be obvious. It means that you're feeling sick, right? Yeah. So yeah. where do you think that came from? And I'll give you guys a hint if you guys are stuck. Um, I'm stuck. I need a hint. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't take long. <laughs> um, one of the hints will be uh, it's related to nautical sailing. Okay. Oh, okay. Does this have to do with seasickness? Um, being out on choppy waters, um, and uh, if it was stormy, of course, it would be uh, a lot more choppier out there, causing people to throw up and things of that nature, and they would... Uh, basically be sick due to the weather, so they would be under the weather. That's my guess. Um, Brian, what do you think? You know, um, you hear sometimes where people go, oh, there, it, it's, there's a storm coming because my knee or my hip are, is acting up. You know? Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. You know, it's, it's a weird, like, I never understood it. Maybe, you know, I will when I'm older. I mean, I'm not young now, but when I'm older than I am now. Um but, you know, like, it's weird that weather has such, like, a, a play and a connection to some people's bodies. And maybe that has something to do with it. You know, like, the uh, different weather is coming in, so I'm feeling it. So I'll, it's like the weight of that weather is feeling, I feel the effects on my body. I, once again, you guys are very creative. <laughs> Dang it, we're wrong. <laughs> I know. But, but. Tony, you were kind of going the right direction, but here there's okay. a little more specific answer for this. Okay. Um, so a sailor, whenever a sailor would feel ill, he would often go below decks, uh, specifically under the boat, um, the front of the boat. So the idea was to gain protection from bad weather, rain, lightning, swells, etc. Thus, a sick sailor was described as being under the weather. Gotcha. Wow, okay, so that right. was basically him going down below and being under the weather. Okay. Yeah. Wow. The more you know, the more, more you know. know. All right. Let's see here. Uh, oh, this one might be good. You guys heard of the term or the phrase, pardon my French? Yes. Yes. Okay. And now, do you guys know what that means? I'm sure you guys do. Yeah, it means you're something kisser. naughty. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's like uh, you're saying something rude, crude, maybe a... Uh, a bad word or two will be will probably follow right afterwards. But where do you think that phrase came from? Napoleon. France. No, <laughs> Good job. Good job, Warren. France. Uh, uh, well, what do you think, Brian? I, I uh, pardon, pardon my French. And the origins so, come from England. I'll give you a hint. Okay. England. So uh, I think that France or French, isn't that known as the language of love? Yes. So if it's the language of love, I'm thinking of it uh, as maybe something, and you said it came from England, maybe it's something that's pretty much ironic, 
Like, uh, even though it is somebody speaking French, um, it's their way of kind of just saying, uh, pardon my French, just, I, I don't know, wait, I, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm lost, I don't know, pardon my French, I'm trying, Brian, think about it, tell me what you think, I'll answer after that. Um... It's probably it's probably you know like it, if you say something that that nobody understands, um, like if that's not your language, okay, um, and that was you know um, something that was lost in translation, right? Totally. So they're from another. It's from another country. You know, you're going to say something either out of anger, or you hurt yourself, or or passion, or, or something, and you know, um, it's it's like you're speaking a foreign tongue. So you know, if it came from from England. Or something, you know, France would be a foreign, foreign country. So, pardon my French. Yeah, I like maybe I'm idea. saying something that I shouldn't say. Yes. You know, I think Brian, you're the closest on this. On this, so let me read the answer to you, and I'll give you guys the be judge on if you, how close he was. Uh, so, the phrase uh, was originally used in England when someone used a French word when speaking to a person who may not understand French. Due to the history of conflict between France and England, part of my French came to be a dig against the French. When they use that, I kind of said that, right? It was an insult, didn't I? Didn't I say yeah, that? Yeah, I think you got, you know, give you guys the horns. All right. Okay, well done. Okay, all right. We're yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah, right. Okay. I'll take it. It's half ass one. We're on the board. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the board. Finally. Woo! That's right. All right. Ah, all right. Let's see here. How about, have you guys ever heard the expression gadzooks? Yes. And also, yes. egad. Cripes, uh, what else? Another one. Yeah. Uh, gosh, Jeepers. I mean, all those. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Why, where do you think those words came from? I think that they came from, I think I have an answer for this one. I could be w way off, but I'm thinking this has to do with uh, comic strips. Back in the day, they, they needed these words to kind of uh, help uh, ex uh, like exclaim something, and they would cre create these words because you only have three panels if you're reading a, a newspaper, a comic strip, and uh, they would create these words that would kind of fill in the gaps, so to speak. So I think that it stems from uh, comic strips back in the old-timey days. Um, I think it's, it's an expression when, when you figure something out or you find something exciting. It's like a, an exciting expression like eureka you know like i just found gold you know or gagzooks or you know um <laughs> yeah. but where's the origin of it right golly so, gee willikers yeah um um that is probably from some kind of archaeologist or explorer or something and they found something exciting um and that was just like the excitement escaping them so that was the first words yeah. out of there they yeah. they, they they look at the yeah. tomb of tutankhamun and go get zooks egad yeah is that what happened who, who knows what i'm gonna say if i like turn the corner <laughs> like, like it was here all along oh my gosh egad get zooks jeepers creepers right jeepers <laughs> jeepers there's a mummy in here zoinks zoinks what kind of the yeah. yeah, it just it's, it just comes out. It just comes out. You don't know when it's going to happen, but that is a that is a pure I hate it when moment. That, that is like that is like your subconscious finally had a voice and it's speaking out loud and proud. Eureka! 
<laughs> and making you look like a complete ass. I don't that's, care. I don't care. Look what I found. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> look at that treasure I found. That's right. Oh, anyway. Oh <laughs> my one. god. You guys right. are great. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Great. Tell us how creative we are now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, please. You guys were on the right path, but there's a very specific origin in regards to these types of phrases or these expressions, uh specifically from Christian 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 Christianity. I'm sorry, there we go. Having an uh, Back in the day, they would use these words as a Bible fr- friendly versions of swearing. So stating, oh, so what? Jeepers, Jesus, gosh, hard my French, God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But Gadzooks, I think, is the most fascinating one. Apparently what? represented God hooks, or also no reference to the nails from the crucifixion. Are you kidding what? me? Wow. Yeah. So Christians have supposedly been used shouting <laughs> gadzooks since the 1690s as reference to the nails of the crucifixion where Jesus was nailed on the cross. That is so bonkers. I, I can't even get over that. Crazy, right? Wow. And that the fact that they've been around for so long, that's just, that's nuts. I thought it was maybe something that came out in the early 19th century or 20th century. But wow, that's crazy. Wow. That's so Gadzooks. I like that. That's that's my favorite idiom right there. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that to yeah, us. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. All right. So let's uh, go to another one. Cold feet. Basically, which means loss of nerves or confidence. Cold feet. Where do you think that may have came from? Alaska. <laughs> uh, I think it basically, uh, I think this is another... Um, I think this had more to do with poverty than anything else. Uh, you could tell somebody's uh, stature, I guess, if uh, by, by the shoes that they wear sometimes. And uh, if you had cold feet, um, that was your kind of, uh, I, I don't know, you just didn't have enough to kind of uh, take care of your feet, keep them nice and warm. Uh, and that would lead to sickness and things of that nature. So uh, I, cold feet to me is just, um, yeah. That's where it seems like it would be to me. That's almost believable. Castles. Dark castles. Ages. Castles are castles. Dra- castles are drafty. They're cold, especially at night, right? So if you're walking around, you know, with that little candle on the plate, you through a dark castle, and you don't have any shoes on, you're probably not going to turn that scary dark corner and you're going to run and hide or go get something on those feet to cover those toes because that's the excuse I'm going to give you on why I'm not going to go turn that corner because I have cold feet and I need to go find something to put some, I need some socks or something, but that's why I'm not going to go over there and see what's behind that tapestry or down that dark (laughs) hall or something because truthfully I'm scared, but I'm not going to tell you that. I'm going to go find something to cover my cold feet. Castles. Okay. That's right. almost unbelievable. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I think the theme for this show for you guys is going to be how creative you are. Um, <laughs> so this idiom originates from a military term where warriors who had frozen feet were not able to rush into battle. Hence, you know, they lost their nerve. Gosh. Oh, wow. You know, okay. It's so funny. My dad has always told me, no matter what you do in life, take care of your feet. Because if your feet hurt, your whole body hurts. And he's always, you know, my dad was in the military and stuff like that. And, you know, like 
foot care was always a priority for him. No, because they told me to take care of my feet. You know? Yeah, they they drill that into you in boot camp, and yeah. no matter what you do, your your socks, your your feet are what gets you to where you need to go. Um, and yes, they really do. If you don't, you get nasty blisters. I, I remember I went on a hump in, uh, I think it was, uh, oh, it was an MCT, Marine Combat Training. And I came back and uh, I had worn some socks that were probably a little ripe. Um, and I went on a 15 mile hike. I came back and this is going to disgust our audience. But uh, yes, there was uh, the whole layer of skin on the bottom of my foot had basically just flop, flopped out yeah it was just hanging it was disgusting i had to have medics come look at it it's just it's nasty stuff so please take care of your feet it's so funny too because just like two or three days ago um i i heard somebody give somebody else advice you know somebody asked for advice and the person who gave the advice said always remove stones from your shoe that's the advice they gave him but that made me think of my dad in like taking care of your feet I'm like, that's yeah. good advice. Always remove stones from your shoes. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he just started his own idiom there, right there. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was just going to say, there's a new idiom right there. Right. You just created it. <laughs> All right, next one. Have you guys heard one called One for the Road? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. So for, yes. The, for this purpose, this means a final drink before leaving a place. Okay, I was on the right page. Okay. Like, I'm like, oh, no. What were you thinking, Brian? Hey, that's what exactly what I was thinking. Oh, like, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, I have a drink. That is so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you guys think that this one came from? One a for pub the in South New Hampshire in the 1900s. Well, this one, okay, I'll give you guys a That's hint. oddly specific, Orin. Uh, wow. It's, refer it's from the Middle Ages. One for the road. Oh, oh! So basically, I would think that that would be kind of a final toast to the night. So if you were going into battle the next day, you, uh, your commander would basically say something to the effect of like, "Hey, this is one for 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 the road," and they would cheer, and you would just have this last final drink because you know that the next day you were probably going into battle and and may not survive. So. This was a way to kind of celebrate the here and the now by having one more for the road so that you were ready to take on whatever you needed to the next day. I like that, Tony. I like that a lot. I think it's taxes. <laughs> you know, you need <laughs> you need one more coin to pay the toll the toll on the road. Yes. You know, so whatever you're gonna pack up, you need one more shilling or coin or ruby or whatever that it is, shiny stone, you know, for whatever like bandit. Or for whatever taxes, because you're on the king's road now, you know you're gonna have to pay for it. Oh wow! Okay, God, I love you guys. Uh, <laughs> what's good? You're very creative. Uh, <laughs> so oh, Jesus, <laughs> I think this is. Can we make this our new theme song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So during the Middle Ages, the condemned ones were taken through what today is known as Oxford Street to their execution. During this final trip, the cart would stop and they would be allowed to have one final drink before meeting their death. One for the road. Tony, you right. were closest to that. Uh, yeah, but uh, a condemned murderer versus going into battle. 
<laughs> that just doesn't. Yeah, I was kind of close. I was kind of close. One but, more uh, drink, yeah. though. Oh, wow. One more drink before you go to your final destination. And before the dark has finally arrived. Thank you, Wayne, for bringing the dark back to us. Absolutely. All right, dark and brooding. Bring Yay. out your dead. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I, I think that I think Gadzooks with the uh, crucifixion nails is Gadzooks. probably uh, that started us off. <laughs> All right. Okay, so guys, you know the term honeymoon. Yes. You know, where everybody goes celebrate yes. after they get married. That's right. Where did that term come from? Honeymoon. I think we all take it for granted nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Do. I, I don't even. Oh, man, I, I never thought about know. that word. Ah. Yeah. Honeymoon. I would think it would have something to do with some kind of solstice or some kind of uh, celebration of uh, like a spreading honey on your butt. Honeymoon. <laughs> Yes, you liked glazed ham. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> Orin, one more time. Orin, what was that? One more time. Spreading honey on your butt. A honeymoon. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm just going to leave it at that. I, uh, honestly, I think it was, uh, again, oh, my God. Now I can't get an ass covered in honey out of my mouth. I can't do it at all. I can't do it. Um, I'm going to say it had something to do with some kind of uh, celebration, like a uh, like a solstice, like a, a harvest, um, and it was a fertility type of thing, and if you were compatible with somebody else, you would go and gather some honey or eat some honey to celebrate the fact that you are now making this commitment as a, as a way of fertility. I, I think it was a fertility ritual is what I'm getting at. Anyway. Yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, I'm, I'm probably way off base because. Yeah, I it, think we're all way it's, off. It's, um, <laughs> this has already proved that we're right. way off on everything. I mean, we've already proven <laughs> that not. we don't know anything. But, um, you know, it, like oysters and honey, aren't they kind of um, like aphrodisiacs? So. Are they? I, I don't I know. I know oysters are. I don't know about, I don't honey. about honey. Maybe maybe I'm stretching a little bit. But, you know, like. Uh, you know, um, I think you're right, though. I think I heard, like, um, like the moon, you know, wherever the moon is, you know, it could be, like, a sign of fertility. And I know, um, you know, back in, the, back in the day, you know, when people got married, they wanted to try to start a family really quick. Um, so you hope that, you know, now that I'm married, now I can, now we can start a family and, you know, um, so maybe it has something to do with that. I like your harvest idea too, because that, you know, to me that just sounds like the perfect opportunity for like a party and a feast. Um, but yeah. I, I really don't know. I'm, I'm thinking it has something to do with fertility, and you know, and let's get that honey involved because why not? <laughs> spread it all over those That's cheeks, right. baby. That's you know right. what, guys, give yourselves a horns on this one. I think you guys what? got really? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow! So, Told you. According to <laughs> thanks, Orin. <laughs> thanks, Orin. All thanks to Orin. Uh, the man of love, the big O. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, so, according to tradition, a newlywed couple would have to drink a beverage with honey for an entire month for fertility and good luck. Boom! Wow! wow. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> All seriousness. Woo! Good job, guys. All right. Well thanks. done. I, I think I prefer your answer, though, Warren. Yeah. 
Yourself's funner. Spread it, honey. I don't right. it on the cheeks. Get, Get all sticky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so gross. Okay, Wayne, what's the next one? Like that? No. <laughs> How about this one? Chew the fat. Where do you think oh, chew, the, chew fat the fat comes from? And obviously, I think most people can refer to something that they're thinking about, mulling over, you know, kind of. But where do you think that came from? Um, so this is going to sound odd. Um, I, I am a Hispanic, right? Half. I've grown up with chorizo in my life. And if you've ever had chorizo, there are some, you, you first off, you don't really want to know what's in there. Uh, from my understanding, it's all the uh, byproducts. It's all the, the lips and assholes in chorizo. Uh, however, you would sometimes get this little gristle of uh, that would be very chewy. And if you uh, have ever had chorizo, you might know what I'm talking about. It's very chewy. You can kind of, it's, it, it's very weird. And it's, I guess, made of fat. And the only thing I can think of is that that is where chewing the fat came from, where you find this gristle and you just kind of chew on it because you have nothing better to do for the day. And uh, yeah, that's that's where my mind automatically went. Yeah, right? you're, you're taking a process that should seemingly be quick, like eating, but then you're prolonging it like gum, you know? It's yes, like, yeah. So you're making something longer than it should be. Um, time-wise and uh, you know but yet fat has a lot of flavor so it's not something that you mm -hmm. want to stop because it it tastes good and mm -hmm. it's kind of entertaining you enjoy it. yeah you're enjoying yeah. it you know it's passing the time you probably don't even realize it's passing the time but, you know kind of like this show but um, you, know, <laughs> you know we're a lot of chewing the fat <laughs> Yes, a lot of it. You, you guys are pretty close. So here, here it is. So originally, this was a sailor's term. This phrase refers to days before refrigeration when ships carried food that wouldn't spoil. One of them would be salted pork skin, which consisted largely of fat. Sailors would only eat it if all other food was gone, and they often complained as they did. This idle chatter became known as chewing the fat. Wow, that's kind of like Teresa, though. Also, right, Tony? Because uh, yeah, it's, it's pork, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So pork. you were pretty yeah. spot on. Yeah, oh. you guys were right on the definitely on the right path okay. for that one. Well done. Sweet. Oh God. Okay. The seven-year itch. Have you guys heard that one before? Yes. yes. Okay. I have. All right. So, yes. do you have any idea where that phrase came from? I know of it as a movie. Yes. Oh. From the Marilyn Monroe thing? Yes, yeah. the Marilyn Monroe movie. Um, seven Year Itch. But where did the phrase come from? You know, doesn't it, you know, like, I don't know if this is true or not, but, you know, like, don't like your, like, your taste buds change every seven years? Or is that what they say? So when your taste change, you know, I know it's, it's referring to, like, um, men and women kind of splitting up or, or separating um, or being unfaithful to each other after seven years just because either you know they're they're tired of each other or their taste in a partner changes and does that have something to do with like your taste buds changing you know or you know 
or something like that. So I don't know. The seven year itch means that you're, you're ready for something new. Tony, anything else? Um, yeah. Uh, yes. I think it's more psychological. I think that there is uh, yeah, th- that seven year itch. You kind of are now at a, at a crossroads where you kind of figure out, uh, is this what really what I want or is this what, what I don't? Um, but uh, God, I don't know. I can't think of the context that it would be in. Why itch? Why would it be itch? Warren, do you know? No. <laughs> honey. Okay. <laughs> it's the honey. If you have an itch, uh, I don't know. I, rub some I'm, honey uh, on that. That's going <laughs> to... I don't know Actually, why it would be help, seven though. year it and itch, yeah, though. That, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm just going to stick with it. It's, it's a movie term. It was a way to get around the censors. Instead of saying, I want to have a seven-year affair with somebody or I want to cheat on somebody after seven years, they kind of did it as a play on words. Seven-year itch. It was a film. Uh, that kind of discuss that. I think it is a f- uh, a film term, and that's where I'm going to go. So with sometimes it. when you have an itch, you like you have like yeah, dry like skin itching or to get skin. away. So you're you're yeah, and you scratch it off, right? Away. And now like, like there's yeah. there's room for like new growth, uh, a new beginning. Yeah, you're itching it away. Like, yeah, you're like, get away, go. Well, uh, this one, I don't feel bad for not getting this one because I don't think anybody would ever get this one right. So. Is the term originally refers to scabies, an oh. itchy infection oh, yes, caused I by mites burrowing underneath a person's skin. It's considered the, the seven-year moniker was referred to how long the bugs could linger. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> no. Talk about throwing. How did that turn into having an affair or wanting to go cheat or wanting to do something else? How the fuck does that happen? That I have no idea. Are they like, are they like this the cicadas of of your no, skin? No, you think about this, Tony. It's like throwing the baby out with the bathwater when you're only bathing once a year. Oh, that's true. You know, yeah. you're going to have bugs in your on your skin. Let's just face it. That's true. Oh yeah, that's gross though. Oh that my is god. Gross. Oh, I'm never going to look at that ever again the same way. Oh, it's disgusting. Anyway. You're welcome. On to the next. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, let's see here. Gadzooks. Let's see here. Oh, blood is thicker than water. All right. Sure. So usually means like family over outside of family. I think everybody would be understand that, right? Yeah. Family comes first type of thing. Yep. Now, where do you think that phrase came from? And I'll see if I can give you a hint here. Actually, the meaning is actually the way we interpret it right now, meaning like family over friends, is actually wrong. Originally, it meant the opposite. You guys, got to give me why do you think it's the opposite or where that story came from? Actually, yeah, the actual origins it says that friends over family, but there's a reason why. Okay. What was the phrase one more time? Blood, blood is, is thicker there. than thicker it's than thicker. water. Oh, blood is thicker than okay. Okay, got it, got it. You guys had that thinking face. Gosh. Yeah, that one's this one's hard. Could it be because as far as loyalty, like your family is your family. They're always got your back no matter what. You know, or at least they should. I mean, you know, if it's family. But you know how good a friend is. You know, because friends they could just bail on you. If you like get in trouble, it's like, see ya, I'm done, I'm gone. But if someone sticks with you, and you know, they're really like as thick as thieves. I mean, I don't know if that's another saying there. 
But maybe. I don't know. Does that maybe make sense? I like where you're going with that, Oren. How about you guys? Brian? You know, yeah. uh, yeah, I'm going to take whatever Oren said, and I'm going to yeah double that. (laughs) So just so we're all clear, same here. Oren is clearly the smartest out of all of us. But, um, you know, it's... It, it it's I don't know if I can explain this properly. You know, it's it's weird. I've never been one with like a large circle of friends. I've always had kind of like a small circle of friends, but I've always played sports and growing up and I would consider everybody I that's been on a team with me a, a friend. And there's a different type of friendship there. Um so like when you're in the trenches with somebody and you know, um you know, I, I've played hockey my whole life. So, you know, you've got the locker room and you are, we are not family, but we are family. We all put on that same jersey. Yeah. We all fight for each other. We all, we all go to battle uh, for each other. There is a one. We would shed blood for Absolutely. each other. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know, and I'll, yeah. you know, like I've been in fights, hockey fights, you know, for, for somebody that cheap shot somebody on my team on a different line. I wasn't even on the ice at the time, but I've got their number and I'm going to see him in the third period. And, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, there's just this bond that, you know, um, that, that, you know, you lay your body on the line for one another because you know that they're going to do that for you also. And there's just somehow it kind of morphed into the more family. Right. So maybe that's something to do with it, but battlefield when all else fails, I agree with Oren. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. See, I agree with Oren. So what was it, Wayne? (laughs) Wow. Brian, you deserve the horns. Really? (laughs) Oh my goodness. See, when all all else fails, go with yourself. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Let me read this and Brian, Listen to how close Brian got on this. I mean, he was pretty much on the money on this. Even though many think that this saying means that put family before friends, it actually means the opposite. The full phrase actually was, quote, the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb, end quote. And it refers to warriors who shared blood that they shed in battles together. These blood brothers were said to have stronger bonds than biological ones. Wow. Wow. Well, (laughs) you got that right, Brian. (laughs) Man, look Woo. at your logic just solving that out. I set it up and you nailed it home. That's right. Yeah, he totally like volleyball, right? He just set it yeah. up and he spiked that motherfucker. That's right. Woo! Damn, son. Well done. Yeah, One time really for good, man. Yeah, yeah, uh, maybe best. we should leave it at that, don't you think? I think That's maybe it. we should leave it on a high note. <laughs> Uh, let's give know. one last Brian one. Wins. One last right. one. Okay, one right. last let's one. Do one. Let's see here. Da, da, da. What could I give for you guys that would be interesting? But damn, Brian, I am so impressed on that one. <laughs> well, thank you. I mean, I did not think I was going to Yeah, I am too. All right, here's an easy one. Well, I don't know if it's an easy one. Here's another one. <laughs> uh, apparently, there's a phrase called take the piss. And apparently, it means to mock someone or something. Take the piss. Have you guys ever heard that before? No, I, I have not either. Uh, wow. Okay, so, so I, I just came across this one and I thought it was fascinating. Okay, so apparently this is so there. This is a refers to back in the day regards to the textile industry. I'll give you that as a hint. But take the okay. piss at means to mock someone or something. Have any idea where that came from? Yeah, England, because um, that sounds like very English in origin, and you take know, the um, piss. 
Take the piss, yeah. And mind the gap. Right. Take the piss. And then it's to <laughs> piss, piss somebody boots. off, I think. Um, you're you're mocking them like you said, but I'm kinda I'm kinda goading you into an argument, I'm poking fun at you for a laugh, you know, and you laughing back, it's like you taking a piss, you know. It's it's kinda I, like laughing I it think, off. I think taking a piss or take in order the piss. to mock somebody. Take the piss. Take the piss. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Take the piss. Uh to me is God, that, Doesn't that, that feel that good when you take the piss? I mean, maybe it's something that you uh, feel good about. All of a sudden, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I, I'm thinking about like, when you, oh my god, you I don't even really go where, where my mind's taking me. Well, where's your no, um, no, where's your mind going? Yeah, yeah, where is it going? No, my mind is going dirty. Go I mean, for I'm it. thinking of golden Re- showers. Remember I'm thinking what of golden I said showers. last That's, week because you made me <laughs> say what I was on my mind. Right down your goal. It was golden showers. That's where I went. Okay, I went to golden showers. Take the piss. You take the piss. That's what you're doing. You're sitting in there and you're taking the piss. As that's a golden shower. Uh, no matter how you cut it. But I don't think that's the origin. I think the origin <laughs> stems from. <laughs> Why are you guys laughing? Uh, I think the origin stems from working on a assembly line, and uh, you have to take the piss. If you you were that you were the asshole if you had to break out and take the piss on the assembly line instead of waiting like everybody else <clears throat> to use the restroom when you hit your break time. So to me, I think it started with here in America on the industrial kind of a uh, assembly line, and I think that's where on Henry Ford's uh, assembly line. Yes, 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 yes. Henry Ford. That's where I'm going with it. I think with the assembly line thing, and if you uh, take a piss, right. yeah, we make fun of you because of that. Uh, so that's where I'm going you got with in it. A fight. Not with the golden showers. You got knocked out, and to finish it off, you take the piss on them. Right, right on the forehead. Yeah. <laughs> Just take the piss, and then they're done. That's it. That's All right, right. You've claimed them. That, that's your bush now. <laughs> well, this one is... Um, very interesting, and I'll just read it to you guys. Back in the day when clothes were dyed with natural dye, stale urine was used as a mordant, or where basically stops the natural dye from leaching out of the cloth. What? Okay, so that's the first that's the first stale trivia. urine, so it can't even be fresh urine. <laughs> <laughs> How does what, at what point does urine turn stale? You're like like who studied that? I think like, when it hits room what, temperature. What is it? Is it a smell? Is it a taste? Is it yeah, you know, like when does piss turn stale? You know, is it like bread? <laughs> you know, is it like come on? Like like you know what? That piss is too I, fresh. I do you have yeah. any more stale piss well, that I could use? Well, I, I hear that if you go to New York City, there it smells that love stale <laughs> piss. I, I've heard this. this. I don't know true. if it's true or not. Well, is it? Is I, it? Oh well, like, God! Certain yeah, <laughs> certain times of year, especially nope. in the summer. Not ready Ooh. yet. Oh, not ready yeah. yet. Give it a I don't few know about more hours. Piss, but it's just piss. Yeah, it's. <laughs> it has not reached its peak. That's right. Vintage. You know what? This is too <laughs> yeah. stale now. This is this is yo. Know, you know, expired piss. <laughs> That's what it is now. Uh, was it like, what's the wine term for that? When it goes down, when it goes downhill? Oh, uh, yeah. Ferments? Corked. Yeah. 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 Corked. Yeah. Oxidized. What? Oxidized. There you go. Yeah. 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 Oxidized. All right. Oxidized. So here's the rest of the definition. Cause you know, obviously that was just a framework right there. The textile industry needed to get, needed all the urine it could get. So workers would go around and collect specially designed chamber pots full of urine from people's houses. It was probably the least desirable job at the time. So people who did it would often lie about their profession. When questioned uh, about what they did and the people doubted it, they say, really? Are taking the piss? 
So people question as, as like, no, you're, that's not your job or that is your job or whatever their job is. They're mocking him. Wow. Because that was like the worst job ever. Wow. That sounds like the worst job ever. That totally <laughs> does. It really does. Wow. Well, could you imagine? Yeah, I guess yeah. we'll, I guess we'll end like this, huh? <laughs> could you imagine having to store your piss waiting for the piss taker to come? I, know. I mean, like, like no suck. way. Or, or imagine writing a resume with that. I am a piss collector. That's right. <laughs> I gather piss. Right. Employee uh, of the uh, month. What would we? <laughs> <laughs> the top gatherer. What would, you... <laughs> what, what, would, what would you call it now? Like, would you be a urine specialist? No, a urine, a urine, um, oh, let's see. Urine maintenance collector? No, I would be um, a body fluid manager. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a body fluid manager. Yes. I right, you manage it, right? You manage idea. it. Yes, yeah, you're managing right. it. Body fluid manager. Yes, yeah, that sounds corporate enough too. Yeah. Well done, guys. All right. Well, hey, yeah, thank you for that, Brian. You ended up on a high note. There. Well, you know what? We st- we started this whole episode talking about you know. You know, taking shits with you know lizards, and now we're ending with pisses. You know, it's all good. That's right. <laughs> no, exactly. Going to management, everybody. <laughs> yes. So we definitely have a lot left over for round three. Just letting you guys know. Excellent. All, all right. right. Sweet. Tony. All right. Well, yeah, I'll take it from here. All right. Before we get going, Oren, yes. where can our fine fellow friends find us on social media? <laughs> our fine fellow friends, followers, listeners, fans, whatever you want to call them, can find us on Facebook, The Knowledge of Nothing, Instagram, at The Knowledge of Nothing, Twitter, at The Conman One, and, and all, as always... You know, tell us what you think. Info at the knowledge of nothing dot com. We would love to hear from you and uh, have a great day. Sweet. All right. And Brian, anything else that you want to add before we call it a show, my friend? Yeah, I'd like to thank everybody once again for your continued support. You never know where this show is going to take. You never know what you're going to learn. You never know what we're going to say because we don't know what we're going to say, what we're going to learn or what's going to. You know what's going to happen on the show, but there's one person who does, and that's the Wayne Engineer, the world famous Wayne. He's the one who comes up with all these things for us. He's the source of your entertainment. We're just the color commentary. We're nothing without this guy. And I'd like to send a big thank you and shout out to you, Wayne. Thank you very much for yes. once again not only thank entertaining you, us, but hopefully entertaining our fans as well. And guys, if you like what you heard, please come back next time and. Thank you for supporting us. All right, Wayne, do you want to say anything in closing, my friend? No, I just love hearing your creative answers, guys. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) That's the theme, creative. All right, and this has been the Knowledge of Nothing podcast. And just a reminder, if you suffer from the seven-year itch, maybe take a golden shower, watch a lizard take a shit, or shimmy that honey off your ass. This is the Knowledge of Nothing podcast. We'll see you next time. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was trying to string it all together, right? Yeah. Oh, I, man. I think you did a great job. I <laughs> I kind of want to watch a lizard that. shit now. I just kind of like, <laughs> why do I want that to I be know. part of my I, day? <laughs> right? I know. Exactly. I kind of, I'm, I'm interested now. I want to see a lizard take a shit. I'm sure there's videos for it. Have you guys ever seen turtles fucking?
Yes. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah. Uh, turtles making love. I'm sorry. I, no, uh, bleep that. That was a great segue. I just love that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I stay away from reptile porn. You should porn. watch it. It's pretty you know, just, no, Reptile <laughs> porn is pretty, it's pretty entertaining. It's pretty entertaining. You should give it a shot sometime. Yeah, it's, pr- yeah, it's pretty fun. Oh, my God.